So, um, friend of ours, I don't know if he listens to the show. I think he listens to um, Leopard. Oh. Um, but um, has. Oh, you, 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 sorry. I thought you were saying has and then continuing a sentence. No. Has. Mm-hmm. Yes, Harry Vale, yes. Had you said Harry Vale, I would have known exactly from uh, yeah. he, he changed his name a bit, but his uh, name, his handle's always Harry Vale. Anyway, yes. <laughs> Harry tweeted this thing the other day, which um, did give me a giggle. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you about it right now. Okay. He just tweeted, I'm not sure a lot of people replying to this have read the story. And it's, it's a quote tweet, so there's a tweet underneath it. The tweet he's quoting has um, some of the following comments. This is so romantic. Um, now, that's love. Leave him alone. Nursing home life certainly is not living. He saw her out her way. Oh, Christ. Oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. They should leave the old guy alone. He and his wife wanted to go out the way they chose to. Uh-oh. There are gifts of kind of... I'm getting a bad feeling Characters kind of crying, like, in a, in a kind of emotional, beautiful way. Good for him. He rules. Those are two separate people. One said good for him. One said he okay, rules. sure. Hey, if you're going to go, why not throw a party? A better love story than Twilight. Right. Okay. Pull the band-aid. Um, band-aid. There goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <clears throat> the original tweet. Mm-hmm. Police say this man checked his wife out of a nursing home and threw her a death party where they used meth and listened to their favourite music before she died. Uh, now, there's a reason why Harry said that some people didn't read the story. Yeah. I mean, meth's a red flag. Yeah. It's not like it's not like someone is in late stage of cancer and, and their husband says, like, let's have a few joints and a glass of red wine and I just hope you sleep. Mm-hmm. It's, it's meth. It's full core. It's, it's hardcore. It's full bore. <laughs> Full court hardball. Yeah, it's all the ball, of course. <laughs> all the care bears. Um, here's a couple of the uh, the comments that I exchanged with uh, with Has in in kind of retaliation or mm. you know in response to his point that people didn't read the story. Mm-hmm. Being wrapped in a sheet by a guy who is like a mid level Grand Theft Auto boss and who said Jesus told him to do it is romantic. Harry, <laughs> you need to get perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Has replies. Death Parde, now Parde is spelled P-A-R-D-E. Of course it is. Death Parde, God Hell, is a big mood. <laughs> We're a yes, yes, no on that one. Yeah. <laughs> to which I replied, tell me, officer, what first drew your attention to the house covered in the slogan, Death Parde, God Hell? <laughs> Harry replied, at least they found the stolen guns. <laughs> so the full story is... <clears throat> Authorities were alerted when they saw that somebody had painted in massive red letters on the front of the house, death party, God hell. They entered the property and they found a woman wrapped in a carpet. They recovered 35 stolen weapons and they found out that the the gentleman had um, taken uh, his wife out of a secure hospital against the wishes of medical staff and, and basically fed her methamphetamine until she died. It's romantic, mate. Yeah, it, he... She went out the way she would have wanted. Yeah. Were she um, compass mentis enough to be in a nursing home when her husband wasn't? Yeah. They were only in their 60s, by the way, as well. This is honestly so romantic. I can think of worse. I'm getting all the feels right now. Holy shit, free him. Now that's love. Leave him alone. Nursing home life isn't living. He saw her out her way. Death party got Her out. way. Her way. 
How is that? How did that? Who made that decision? Good for him. Obviously him. He rules. Hey, if you're going to go, why not throw a party? Party. (laughs) This one, though, I think is true. It's a better love story than Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my wank yesterday was a better love story than Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you put a bell on that one. (laughs) Like, I literally... I thought we peaked and then you changed key again. <laughs> I stood up, I got up off my stool and I made it, I took this moment and I made it evergreen. <laughs> did you read the, did you, did you read the Merlin Man thing that I sent you? Yeah, I did. I, I, I replied and, um, yeah, I, uh, I appreciate He's, that. He, he was being naughty, but mm, still funny. No, no, I think, I, 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 no, I said good on him because I'm like, yeah. So Nick, Nick sent me that particular tweet and, um, like it was, it, it was funny because like there's, there's, there's a guy mansplaining 10 or 15 years of his work yeah, to him and him just very dryly going, Hey, good on you, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. God. Yeah. Hmm. Cause someone's thinking about this stuff uh, in, in a really like, if you're inside, mm-hmm. it's funny, mm-hmm. and if you're outside, you just look at it, just thinking it's a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 very artful Twitter comedy in that sense. Mm. Like he's he's managing to play two audiences at once. Yeah, I didn't even read it like that. I just read so it as him being yeah, being sarcastic and being naughty. Yeah, no, but he's but he's 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 stringing the guy. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, you know what? I didn't clock. Sorry. I didn't clock the the continued thread of it. Mm, no, no, you need to read the comments. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, what? No, never read the comments. Mm, okay, mm. that's a fair, that's a, a fair, a fair thing. I'll, I'll, I'll have a little look, but no, I because yeah, straight away with the um, dang it, wish I'd thought of this. Uh, yeah, yeah, like that yeah. was enough for me to be like, oh, yeah. That was that you hit your bell. <laughs> that's how you make the zero part. <laughs> and you did, and you did your jazz break. Um, so, so Nick sent the Nick sent it to me, and and um, it, it it triggered a whole kind of interesting set of uh, thoughts in my head. Mm. And I, I actually went. One of the people in the comments says, "Hey, dude, you want to go and look at this website?" And it's a link to forty oh, seven, forty seven folders, forty three. 43, however many folders it is. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's 43folders.com uh, forward slash, um, I think it's iBox. And then there's a zero. But it's, mm-hmm. the, it's the pay, it's the, like the landing, it's the, it's the, in WordPress language, it's the category archive yes, the cat- page. Slug. Yeah. Yeah. For all of his inbox zero articles. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here's a, here's a, here's the thing about Merlin Man. <laughs> and Merlin Man and me. Me and Merlin Man. <laughs> I love the guy. He's, 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 he's funny as hell. And, um, uh, I enjoy his work. I don't listen to it all. And he listened to more of it than me. But, um, generally speaking, he, he says things that, that interest me. He's a good foil for other people in the podcast that he, that he does. He kind of brings interesting things out of them. First time I, I ever heard him, actually, I thought he was a bit sycophantic. Mm. Which was which is an interesting take considering who he is and and where where things are going. So the the first time I heard him, someone gave me a link uh, to an episode of uh, Reconcilable Differences, right? And I knew who Sir Syracuse was. Oh, okay. But I didn't quite grok who Merlin Mann was, and I just found he was kind of like 
yes manning Syracuse a lot. And I was like, oh, this guy's a bit of a bit weak. Mm. Is he just he, there he to agree with? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is this is this the show where Syracuse gets to say all the things he can't say on his other show? Yeah. I said, well, what is this? ATP Dark. Turned, yeah. ATP Nights. It turned out that it, it was it was um, an unfair representation of what Rec Diffs is because Rec Diffs is much more of an equal conversation. Yeah. It just happened to be that Merlin was both deferring to John Syracuse's knowledge of something, mm-hmm. um, and also encouraging him to share it. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, I was quickly realised that, but get back to the point about going to the 47 folders website so i looked at it and a whole lot of things started to fall into place which had been kind of hidden in plain sight from me mm-hmm. which is like i after a little bit of time of listening to reconcilable differences and listening to do by friday and do by friday was a show that i think they'd had about 10 or 12 episodes and i listened to like episode 13 whatever it was like the new one and then went back and did the whole back catalog straight away because I loved it so much. Yeah. And then I was kind of, I was on board the, the, the Merlin Man ship at that point. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, I, I realised that he was an inbox zero productivity guru, but that he's kind of distanced himself from that a bit. You know, the, the whole joke about when I used to be Merlin Man, that thing that he does. So I kind of realised that. And then I was looking at 47 folders today and I was like... 43 folders. 43 folders. <laughs> 47. 52 folders. 52 <laughs> folders. 57 Heinz varieties. I, I still don't know the significance of it, but it, I've heard him say it so many times. Yeah. Um, no, and then I realised that, like, this is a website that I've read. Mm, ah. And the person who was writing it was not a node that I engaged with. Right. But the content was. Did you say node or note? Node. 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 Okay, yep. Yeah, so like that that wasn't significant in mm-hmm. any way. That I didn't I didn't make any meaning out of who Merlin Mann was at that yes. point. But in the mid two thousands, people were showing me this material. And I was engaging with it. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like reading it and I was like, there are things that I do all the time that he invented. And I can't square that off with who he is. Oh, there is literally there are literally two different Merlin mans. Merlin's man, <laughs> Merlin's Merlin's men. Yes, I always like I, I never pass up the opportunity to do that. But yes, and I don't know to what extent he's he's actively cultivated that, and some of the stuff that like the sarcasm we were just talking about is, is like a defense mechanism where he's kind of like I don't, I'm not I don't want to do that. Yeah, I, no, I think I think you're right. Like he really has distanced himself. He, I think, I think probably. I might be wrong about this, but I, I suspect a lot of it is... Suspect might be the wrong word. So I'll stop couching myself in um, subclauses. There's been so much cruft mm. and, the, you know, so much of an industry around productivity and so much mm. snake oil and so much all that, you know, I mean, mm. I, I, I do wonder, yeah, if, if he's just... He's seen so much of that go by and he's probably seen a lot of people make a lot more money than he has. I mean, he's, he's obviously done fine for himself. He basically doesn't have to work. He talks into a microphone, someone else edits it, that's it. Like, and then he pretends he's got a job. I mean, all right, he's a, he's a house husband, which is job enough. Um, he doesn't really pretend he, he massively talks about the fact that he, his day consists of running a bath and then talking to his friends. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Yeah. No, you're right. He doesn't pretend like his life is, is hard. Um, so I don't know why I wish that I could be a podcaster for a living. Yeah, I know. Jesus. <laughs> I do love my job though. I mentioned that earlier. Yes. No, good. Good. Uh, I don't know about mine. Um, yeah, but I, and so I, I wonder if that's where the slight 
tang has come from that sort of oh that's a bit bitter um just because he's he's probably seen a lot of of people sell shit and do all the mm-hmm. big book tours and all the TV spots in a way that maybe he hasn't. And I, again, he's not unsuccessful, but he's principled um, and, you know, left as fuck. And so he probably didn't want to go and, and, and completely bite the capitalist bullet, I guess. Mm-hmm. What was your what was your what was your observation? Oh, which one? Uh, when I said broad spectrum, you sniggered. Oh, yeah, I, just got, I was going off in a, a, whole, a whole a whole different thing. So, um this is this is this this isn't the thing I was laughing about before. But this is this, just going back to the uh, the tweets that prompted this conversation. Really, the the bit in this thread where the guy says to him, "The noble obstacle idea started when my friend's wife asked him to clean the garage." Instead, he said, "Sure, I'll do a garage sale," which sounded noble, but actually threw up a hundred obstacles to him ever actually doing it. <laughs> I'm fascinated by the ways we hide from our work. And Merlin just commented, me too. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is lovely. He's just Noble watching it all go by and he's just... It's the optimistic meal. Oh. Oh, um, um, uh, well, we can do a Patriot episode. Are we going to do a Patriot episode ever? Uh, we talked about it. We were also going to talk about Killing Eve. We should talk about Patriot. And I, I, I could stand to have a rewatch of season one. A Patriot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I could, I could, I could go for a rewatch. That could be good. It was lovely hearing um, him interviewed on Harmontown. Um, oh, I've not listened to that. Yeah, it's um, and, and it's it's lovely to hear something of which Harmon like wholeheartedly approves of and endorses. Uh, it's because he's happy at the moment, so it's fine. He like he's okay to like things because he's happy in his life. Um, but he, he he gets he gets the the chap on I can't remember is it Mark uh, Mark something and and just gushes about him and and the show but also like very playfully kind of takes him to task about why certain characters are the way they are or do things and and it's 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 wonderful um but yeah there's there's so much to is that. it pretty good it's pretty good it's pretty good pretty good pretty pretty good oh that's a heart oh oh how you doing well. You know, uh, I can't see out of my left eye. I'm missing a finger, uh, and I'm 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 suicidally depressed, and I just want life to end. And I think my my wife is going to leave me, and I appear to have adopted a child. Pretty good, pretty good. Oh, the stuff with that kid is just that's probably the darkest. There's a whole gang of Americans. Just we haven't have we fired a spoiler horn? Can I? Yeah, I it's maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Do you want to do Killing Eve chat? Do you want me to do you want me to say the the thing when do you want me to say the tweet I was laughing about before? Yeah. Which I hadn't told you about. Yeah, I want I want all of these things. <sighs> okay. I can't I can't exactly remember what it was that you said that made me that made me laugh and made me think, oh god, this is a tweet I've saved to tell you about. This is somebody that we both know. Okay. This is somebody who won't be listening to this podcast okay. because it's not about them. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> I'm, don't go- I'm going to do a Twitter search for the words that you're saying. This is somebody who used to be in our scene. This is somebody who tweeted, I'm spending my, di- my working... <clears throat> Start again. <clears throat> Big voice. <clears throat> I'm spending my working days plugging away at a new sustainability startup. And realising I need a new word. Something to describe the overwhelming terror of what could come if we don't address the climate crisis. Alongside determination to do something about it. 
at a small scale. At a small scale. So when I started typing the words, I was like, I know who this is going to be. And, and yeah, of course, of course it's him. Yeah, of course. It's him. At a small scale, Mark. Yeah, just, just, we'll, we'll do what we can because the, the, the <sighs> thing about the impending, um, destruction of, of the earth through, through mankind that's been prophesied for the last 20 years, um, is what is, can I do about it? Is, is that at a small it, scale? It's, it's what the little guy can do in, in very, very small increments. That's what. That's what matters. We don't need big change. That's that's overrated. What we need is 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 for me to separate my um my my plastics from my from my uh, CFCs. That's that's what we need right now. I can't wait for his sixty minute documentary about buying a vegan sausage roll from Greg's. <laughs> <sighs> oh, mate, I had I had a fascinating discussion today with uh, someone in the media. <laughs> the media in the media a successful podcast person and oh wow there are th- oh mate there are things has he got has he got casper um no um they've got a bit more integrity than that but it's 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 fascinating there are, there are uh I, I might bleep certain things um if, if i put any of this out but i obviously i want to make sure there's something from the second episode that we can put out i had a fascinating person a uh, fascinating person with a conversation <laughs> today <laughs> I had a human yes. do human thing. I had a human do. Oh, let's listen to some human music. <laughs> um, I had a, a chat with this 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 person who produces podcasts and does a uh, makes a living doing so in London, and um, it was interesting. And this person worked for a lot of the big podcasting companies. And do you know how? Much are these the ones who who have got like hundred employees and do like a show every week? No, um, these are the ones that go do 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 do, right? And then yeah. as, ad, re- ad replacement people, yeah, sweet Swedish ads at you. Um, mm-hmm. The do you know how many? Which which way do I do this equation? What how how many? I mean, it will work out whichever way you do it because that's the way equations work. So. Yeah, yes. I've got to balance the equation. How many downloads would it take for you to earn one hundred pound from you know a, a, a DA, DAI? A train leaves Reading at yeah. four pm. <laughs> so you, you train earned hundred pound. Leaves London many? at four thirty-five pm. How many? <laughs> how many podcast to... listeners are on it? Mm-hmm. On so on 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 ad replacement program. Yep. So you, uh, you you've got a hundred pound. How many list? How many downloads did it take for you to earn a hundred pound? Quarter of a million. Okay. All right. So you've 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 overshot. Um, I've overshot. Yeah. It's forty four thousand. Fantastic. Should I give him a job now? Then what? Forty four thousand. That's not as as bad as I thought it was going to be. Mm. But it still it still means that you know David Tennant launching his podcast this week, the scrappy upstart that he is. Is about the only one who stands a chance, and he doesn't really need the money. No, um, yeah, I yeah. Uh, this 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 has been getting my goat a little bit, and it's when you said you like your job, and and I went. I'm not sure about I like mine at the moment. Mm. Is I I genuinely love my job. I'm I'm really pleased about that. I really am um, because it's what you spend a lot of your time doing, and and uh, yeah. you deserve to be happy doing it. Um, Thanks, man. We live we live in a world where that is true, and it never used to be, and so it's it's yeah. I think that's great. Um, mm. Yeah, like a lot of the time, I love. Well, yeah. Anyway, it's fine. Um, but no, like that, that kind of the the whole ACAS thing, and the fact that like podcast companies hosting or otherwise can't get a look in in the UK because mm. ACAS just well, we'll just do it. 
because we'll tackle the people who don't care that much about the the art of podcasting uh and who you know will just gobble up all the celebrities and all the me- all the all the 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 lower level that you might be able to entice over you might be able to write to and say do you, do you fancy you know uh, developing a show or moving a show like no acast will just do it because you don't have to think about it you just oh yeah you just go with acast and it's like that's uh, thank you and goodbye then like why there's no no point in me being here in the same way that there's no point in me having any investment in this city when now all the comedians that i listened to were talking about the birmingham podcast festival which is not something that we organized and, and i uh went almost to tears over last year um it's f- fuck fuck everything because what is the point in in investing in anything mm. because someone is just going to come along and take a massive shit all over you and there's fuck all you can do about it mm. Mm, got myself all rolled up mm. and and you know th- this person uh, that i was speaking to like has to deal with this uh th- themselves on a, on a fairly regular basis just because of the social position they're in and it's like yeah all of this sucks um yeah, it does my head in, and and between so basically, and- there's like one or two Hoovers that are just getting everything. Yeah, and in the UK, it's one. It's it's it literally it's one. Hmm. It's Acast or, or or fuck off. And so th- there's no one I could like approach and say, "Do you fancy starting a show?" Because they're just going to go, "Yeah, well, if I wanted to." Like Acast have already approached everyone because, of course, they have. Mm-hmm. You know, they approached me five, well, not five years ago, I don't know, three years ago, back when they were just recruiting anyone who had a podcast. So it's like, ah. And all the, all the production companies, the radio production companies and the BBC, they're all partnering with Acast. And it's like, I'd like to do more than maybe sell my podcasting hosting service to churches. From a business point of view, though churches yeah yeah it's 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 the way to go mate it never ceases to amaze me how much innovation there is mm. actually in that space and how much yes because there's a lot um, of money to be made yeah yeah um well you know they're, they're wealthy organizations they are wealthy organizations let's let's not be around the bush with that point but they're quite they're quite stayed in some ways mm-hmm. but it just takes one or two funky bishops <laughs> Uh, isn't that a cheese (laughs) (laughs) yeah it just it just takes uh it just takes a little bit of catholicism wow and uh like the races not just not just in my not just in my luck thank you i was hoping (laughs) i was hoping for a reference acknowledged buddy jesus yep um even like so like i'm on i'm on career 3.0 we (laughs) talked about before right even in career 1.0 and bearing in mind, I was in career 2.0 for 10 years. Even in career 1.0, I had churches on my books mm. that I was doing digital media stuff for who were probably, in, term, in terms of what they were trying to achieve, they had the most interesting briefs over and above anyone else that was coming and knocking on my door. And one of the last calls that I took before I went and worked at the university was somebody talking about podcasts hmm. and it was a podcast for a church. Yeah. And for a couple of years before I finished, 
I was working with an organization and they were, um, talking about podcasts a little bit, but they, they were, they were much, much keener on monetizing something, but they were like trying to monetize sermons and prayers and this sort of stuff. Kind of thinking about how could we be like an iTunes of this? And yeah, there's a, you know, um, you heard of, uh, Pirate Box? I don't think so. Okay. So, so Pirate Box is this, um, open source library that you can get. There are, there's, there's, there's a subset of internet routers that can basically, you can plug a USB stick in the back and they can become, they, they can make that USB stick into a network attached storage device. Right. If you are lucky enough to have had one of those from your ISP at any point, then you can create this thing called a pirate box. And the pirate box, what it does is it takes the internet part of a Wi-Fi router away. So the, the bit that actually brings the internet into the house, it relies on just the Wi-Fi signaling part and it makes a closed, totally anonymous private network. Ah. But you need to have the one that you can actually turn into a NAT drive as well. And if you if you got that, you can you can put this thing on there, and you can have um, a fully anonymous chat room and a fully anonymous file uh, repository where people can can get stuff and um, kind of ha- hacker people were kind of interested in this idea of taking these old routers that people weren't using anymore and repurposing them into something interesting and kind of set up loads of hackathons and they 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 wrote the software to put onto them. So you you basically like brick it and then just dump this new firmware on it. Um, and um, because it's open source, there are a few forks of it. The main fork, which is probably bigger than actually the original thing, is called Bible Box. And it's people putting these into churches and filling the hard drive with religious content that people can... So you, you when you're sat there in the church, you take out your phone and you can connect to a Wi-Fi network that isn't on the internet, but that's full of scripture that you can download into your phone. So it's so it's used as a, um, a non-web-based... Intranet-type thing. Intranet-type thing. But completely yeah. isolated air gap. And, and yeah. Bible Box is like, is like a known designated fork of this thing called Pirate Box, which was all about hacking these devices. And so the, the Pirate Box kind of ethos was more about... Um, privacy mm-hmm. and file sharing in a kind of a, a more kind of edgy way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like maybe content you shouldn't be sharing and being able to talk in kind of an anonymous ways. You can, you can, there's a, there's a fork of it that's on Android as well. So you can kind of get it and put it on Android tablets and stuff like that. I had a really, really amazing incident at the university with Pirate Box, which is I, we, we, we bought, uh, Nick and I bought on uh, basically the head of school's credit card. We bought a dozen or 20 or something like shitty Android tablets, like absolute garbage ones that <laughs> cost like 30 quid. Um, just cause we thought like we just want some devices that we don't care about smashing or losing that we can give to students and go and make a thing. Okay. Like, 30 quid is like a burner device, basically, as far yeah. as we're concerned. Yeah, yeah. Privilege, but... Yeah, like, through university. I, it's, it's, yeah, it's I worked in the multi-million pounds business, yeah. so I'm allowed to be a bit privileged, right? Wait, it's, 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 the, it's the university being privileged, not you. It's fine. I don't know. Well, I was, a bit, I was a bit privileged. It wasn't my money. <laughs> so, anyway, so we, so we had all these things, and one of the things that I did with them was was that I, I, 
I put pirate box on a few of them and hid them around the university right. in places where I could find power so they would be on indefinitely. Okay. Um, but nobody could see them. You sort of did uh, a plot point from the third... <laughs> From the third um, uh, 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 um, um, Elizabeth Salander Dragon Tattoo book. <laughs> Did I really? Yes. Yes. I'm so sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> I didn't mean to. So I had a few of these pirate boxes just hidden in places. And I didn't know I didn't know what my end game was, mm-hmm. which was the point mm-hmm. of the exercise. <laughs> the point of the exercise was to, to just have them broadcasting that they were a Wi-Fi hub. And to see what anyone did with them. Yeah. And somebody found this Wi-Fi network, connected to it, got freaked out to the absolute fucking max. And basically sent in the feds. <gasps> wow. The IT department. <laughs> so they sent in Justin. To tear the place apart until they found it. And then they took it away to test it and inspect it and work out what I'd done. Oh, Wow. <laughs> Oh my god! And I had what? to go with my tail between my legs and go, "Hello, can I have my thirty pound tablet back, please?" <laughs> I didn't mean to make you upset. What did you put on the thing that freaked them out? And um, I, I, I basically I was running it as vanilla pirate, pirate box. I didn't put anything crazy on it. So because it had the word pirate box, right? Okay. <clears throat> so once you connect to it, any internet um, session that you run in your browser will go to the gateway I, um, IP address. So basically, I, I'm then controlling the entire internet. So the landing page of the internet is whatever I give you. And the landing page of the internet says, welcome to Pirate Box. This is a place where you can share files and talk anonymously. And it's kind of like, what do you want to do today? Yes. <laughs> it's a Unix system, I know this. Yes. So my fun experiment was to put that in a university and see what children would do with that. Just can't wait to see what you do. <laughs> and what happened was a grown-up saw it and panicked because it said pirate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no, my experiment. <laughs> well, no, that's a good outcome actually, <laughs> because the outcome the outcome of it of it is is that if you're in a kind of homebrew hacker culture. And you give something the name pirate, all your friends understand what that is. Mm-hmm. And if you put that in the real world and squares see it. <laughs> yes. Norm, normos. Yeah. Then they are going to have an absolute fucking meltdown. Yeah. And, <laughs> and literally yeah. have people levering up fucking floorboards trying to find where I've hidden things. <laughs> the signal's coming from inside the university. <laughs> they're in the ceiling and the floor. <laughs> oh my God, they're in the walls. They're in the walls. <laughs> that's a lovely bit of mischief that mischief managed oh, i'll never never see the like of those days again no mate oh you, you can't you can't do that at uh at our trendy uh co-working space imagine the the frank uproar that would uh that would create yeah it's probably but, but, it's probably a slur, and and some, someone will probably be uh, be offended that they you know they they were they were misidentified as a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> the pirates adventure adventure castle my foot. <laughs> uh, you know that bit, don't you? Um, 
Not sure, I do. It's the Stuart Lee bit with a letter from a pirate. Oh, right. I, it's I, I, I'm not that conversant in Stuart Lee. He he, he takes a pirate to um to a, a pirate themed soft play, and then gets a letter about the cultural insensitivity <laughs> of taking a pirate to a pirate themed soft play. <laughs> I I kind of wish I liked Stuart Lee more than I do. Yeah, because he's a comics comic. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't know why I rub, rub up against him. I think the persona is abrasive, but that's the point. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, it is. It is the point. Um, and and it's and it's fine that you don't like it. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. it's also it's also good that you understand what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm not. I'm not watching Al Murray unironically. You know. I <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, I wasn't accusing you of such, 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 such a thing. No. Hey, do you know what? Do you know what my most gammon um, characteristic <laughs> is? What is it? So, um, when we were um, kind of preparing, not that we prepare. Yes, but. Um, for I'm going to call it last week's episode because I think this might be an episode. Yeah, um, I just, I just, I just wanted to listen to some Jeremy Hardy. I just wanted to, yeah. Mark. I just yeah. really wanted to listen to a bit of Jeremy Hardy's. Vo- I just wanted to hear his voice yeah. and just be, be wrapped in it and think about that that lot of stuff that I talked about. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I went to Twitter and I was like, oh, Jeremy Hardy, and kind of tributes and they're mostly pictures, but there were some audio tributes. And I think it was actually one that was from Radio 4 and they put the the chain reaction, which I love that mm. show. I need to make sure I listen to it more often because mm-hmm. it's beautiful. The idea of chain reaction is, is that um, the previous show's guest becomes the host of the next show and interviews somebody about something. And then that person becomes the host of the next week and interviews somebody about something as well. And it was Jack D interviewing Jeremy Hardy. I mean, who wouldn't want to listen to that? Mm-hmm. Someone who's dead inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and my most gammon thing that I have available in my repertoire of t- uh, of, of ticks is that um, my browser told me that I had to log into the BBC. Hmm. I was like, oh, I've paid for that. <laughs> I don't need to log in. Yeah, so I am. I've got a TV licence. I vote to leave. I should leave. <laughs> Just get on with it. I've asked just get you for on the with content. It, mate. Just get on with delivering the content and a people. Just get on with delivering the content. Our vote. We didn't vote, right? <laughs> we didn't vote to stay in the EU. We voted to leave the EU. So why do I have to log into the BBC, right? <laughs> Fucking Brussels. Coming over here, right? <laughs> telling me when I've got to log into websites or when I don't need to log into websites. Fucking Cookies. Login. Don't need them, mate. I've got biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> good British word for a good British snack. I've got a bourbon biscuit here, yeah. right, on a plate, because I'm a fucking gentleman, right? No, you don't want a fucking bourbon, mate. It's German. Wow. I don't know. Queen's German, mate. <laughs> God bless her. <laughs> oh, God bless her. Yeah. Long, long may she reign. Oh, oh, oh mum. Hmm. Yeah, I... That, I, that is my I, most I, gammon. I, I, I support, but I... I understand that reaction. I, I think I have it a little bit as well, uh, certain things, because you're like, I just, I, I'm, come on, come on. I mean, I, like, that's, that shrill stuff really, really irritates me. Like, I was not long into moving into this place that I am now, where I got, like, a really shrill letter from, oh, from the from TV, TV license. It's like, you must pay your, I, I, I will. It's, I, 
Can, 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 can I, like... Can I unpack my cups first? Work out an arse groove in the sofa first. Can I finish hanging my paintings? Calm down. You'll get your 50 fucking pieces of silver or whatever. Don't panic. You'll be all right, kiddo. You'll get your money. Mm-hmm. And, like, that shrit... Like, uh, one of the ones that really wound me up uh, ages ago was... Um, I'd have talked about this before. SoundCloud. When, when, you, um, when you upload... Like SoundCloud will host any number of sad rappers um, who who want to just mumble into the microphone. But if you create something that might be, you know, a mashup or something, they go because they're and they're so you can hear the panic in the email. Like it's so panicked and shrill. Like you you uploaded the audio in this and someone else. You bad no naughty bad no you're bad man. Oh, so if it, so, what you so what you're saying is if the rappers are kind of appropriating anything, they don't. And but oh, I mean, I just meant they they host a bunch of shit. But I, I've put some some things. I've put. Some, I like the idea of depressed la- depressed rappers. I like the idea that I like the idea that they do sad libs. <laughs> I like that a lot. Sad libs. Um, no, it's just it's the, the so they they so they fingerprint everything, and if they detect anything, then they go mental. Yeah, like, and it's really like it's it's like when your mum gets an email that is obviously spam but it says like it's a virus and she gets really panicked she's like it's a virus no it's I, I promise you it's fine it's okay and it's like that tone of like all right i mean all you had to do like youtube's one is surprisingly like really sanguine and it says hey um you got some content on there that isn't yours don't don't worry about it you just you know we won't you can't monetize your your video um because that's mm. got that's a bit bunch of music there that you don't own and it actually the words it uses it actually says you're not in trouble nice uh and it says you're not in trouble your account's in good standing mm-hmm. you just we're just not going to let you make money from this and like fine that's fine that's a human um for for, you know uh youtube uh, for google not being usually a a very human facing company that was like quite a surprisingly accessible way of explaining the particular problem whereas i really like that that use of language we're going through a major ui change on something that we have at work Mm. at the moment and i'm leading the documentation on it and one of the sort of standardized replies that i've written is called don't panic yeah which is uh, okay, an yeah, obvious yeah, thing fine. for me to write because uh, uh, I do a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Always look on the bright side of life. Yeah, I do a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy podcast. Of course, I'm going to say don't panic. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, it's that thing of like, if I, use, if I change the UI, somebody will panic. And so my macro is called, hey, don't panic. I changed something. But it's cool because I've made something cool for you. Here's the cool thing. And, and and kind of speaking to people in that in in that tone on that level is the way to do things. Yes, like I um, I pro- I've probably become the worst possible person to receive customer service because <laughs> I do customer service. Yeah, and I had an exchange with Camelot oh. this week, the the national lottery operator, about something. Not not the uh, not the ones that make the dog food. No, no, no. It's only a model. Um, <laughs> And and I was just like, I could not believe the response because mm. they didn't treat me as a human. They treated me as a problem. Mm-hmm. And so, so, so what happened is, is that I, I have got the National Lottery app on my phone for various historic reasons. <laughs> the main historic reason is that my parents occasionally want a lottery ticket. Right. But they don't live on the mainland. They yes. live in Guernsey, which does technically mean they can't play the National Lottery. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
so occasionally they'll want to have a flutter and I'll have to get them some tickets. Hypothetically. Perhaps, potentially. Um, and um, recently my parents wanted some tickets. And I couldn't get up to the shop, so I was like, oh, God, I'll just open the app and I'll do the thing. I don't want to do blah, 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 blah. So I had to I had to kind of charge, you have to charge it up with some cash. You have to put cash in. Right. And then when you've got credit, then you can buy tickets. Okay. okay that, that's fine. And um, in the past, I've gone, my user journey has been buy a ticket, buy a lucky dip. How many weeks do you want it? Confirm. Sorted. But they've changed the UI, and now the only button that you can find, it turns out, which I didn't realise, because the cues weren't good because it's tiny text. Mm. And, and maybe maybe they've tested it on a massive phone, but I've got mm-hmm. like an iPhone SE. So I, I mean, you know, I, I shouldn't be talking to you about this because my site's more able than yours, but like... Check your privilege. Yeah, tiny, tiny shit yeah. on, a, on a tiny screen. Yeah, um, sucks. So I'm following what I think what I think I'm doing, which is like buy this ticket for five weeks. That's my ten pounds. Boom. Turns out I'd bought the same ticket. No, I bought five tickets for one week. Oh shite. I was like, oh, oh garbage. That's not what I meant to do. So then I charged it up again and then spent like a load of time trying to find the buried journey, <laughs> which is to buy one ticket. Yep. The journey they don't want me to have, which is my yep. one ticket for five weeks. Yeah. I found that eventually and I bought that from my parents. And then I'm sitting there with my... I was like, well, so basically I've just spent £10 on five lines yeah. for tonight that I don't want. You just burned a burned it, yeah. So I tried to find the void button because I know that if you buy a lottery ticket in the shop, you can void it. Okay. If you get it wrong, there's no void button, there's no cancel button. I was like, but the draw, the draw's in an hour. I must, be, I must be able to cancel this. So I wrote them an email before the deadline. I was like, folks... Your UI changed, and I didn't understand it. And I'm not saying your UI is bad. I'm just saying I didn't understand it because it was different. Because I've not used the app for a year. Nice and considered so far. So I bought the wrong thing, and then I tried to cancel it. And I couldn't cancel it because you don't provide that option. So then I charged my account up again, and I bought the thing that I do want. If you look at my account, you'll see that this story holds true. Please, can you help me to cancel this ticket over here? And that would be that would be really sweet of you. Thanks so much. Goodbye. <laughs> and I got an email that quoted me government legislation that told me they didn't need to do the things I'd asked them to do. On the first pass, on the first pass, Mark, they were like, because of blah, 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 and there are these exceptions in distance selling regulations that mean that blah, 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 blah. And it was like two or three pages of A4. And I was like, Wow. So it's basically, we don't want to, um, but we, we also have, it's not like, yeah, we could. It's, you know what I mean? It's like, they, they absolutely could do it. They just didn't want to. Yeah. They, they wanted to take your money knowing full well that it was a mistaken purchase. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's bad in one respect. So that is a bad business practice. Well, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to buy any more of their shitty tickets no that's that's a bad business practice and then on top of that to add insult to injury they're also dicks about their policy yeah it was it was just just insane it was was so long and and now all i can do is see things through the prism of what i would do and what Mm -hmm. what i would do is so different to that and and only occasionally pisses people off. <laughs> I mean, that's always going to happen. Yeah, you can't, you, you cannot make everybody happy. But what you can do is you can say, 
dude, I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's a bad play by us. Yeah. Man, I can't, I, I, I'm, I'm so disappointed that my UI confused you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell someone. Yes. That it doesn't work. And we'll get this addressed. Yeah. You know, it may, it may not happen, but I'm at least going to listen to you and I'm going to tell someone about That's it. That's the biggest thing. You, you've, you've just said that you're big, obviously you do this for a living and I only do it partly, but yeah. you, that, that big thing is, is knowing. It's like, um, there, there's a thing about how you make an apology, which is you, you admit culpability, you express yeah. remorse and you say how you're going to change. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the thing I always try and bear in mind. And, and one yeah. of the big things that people want when they complain is they want to be heard mm-hmm. and they want to know that, that, you know, like I, I, I found in my, in my experience, people don't get, like they get frustrated at, at, at bugs and errors and problems mm-hmm. and failures. Um, but if you actually have that human conversation, it's amazing how many times once they know they've been heard that that problem just, the air disappears from it and it, it just melts, becomes, doesn't it? It really, really does. Um, and I, you know, I know that myself as someone who's, who's had problems. And when I get the good reaction, which is, I think, rare, mm-hmm. um, I often feel like I get the arrogant reaction. Like I, I, I remember having that with, um, 37 signals over something. It was just such a boneheaded, like, response and and you know virgin media told me um gave me uh, over twitter when i complained about their service they gave me a uh, first world problem they replied with first world problems huh <laughs> like wow you don't you don't get to say that like mm. snark okay but snark might be part of your new brand but if something in your ui mm. isn't working properly that's a failing in your business. You don't get to brush it off by saying, first world problems, eh? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And, and I like when I'm, when I'm being a good boy, uh, we, we, we had this conversation on WhatsApp. Like when I'm being a good boy, I'm surprisingly good at this. Cause I, I've, have I told you the story? Uh, I, I tell, I, I'm terrible at telling the same story over and over again to people, but it's, it's something that always makes me It's laugh. only going to get worse as we get older. Maybe. Yes, it is. Um, there's, a propensity for me to be very mark about things. And um, a lot of that comes from, I think a lot of it gets read as Mark just wants to make his point. And actually a lot of what it is for me is no, I want everything to be 100% clear and understood about what a thing was. So we, like we got into a thing and sometimes I can be a, a bit over the top and a, a, a bit, bit pass ag about it. But a lot of the time, like genuinely my thing is, I, I might go over something that you think should have been brushed over, but it's actually because I'm like, no, I, I want everything to be clear so that everything was understood. Um, are you talking about me now? Or are you talking- no, <laughs> just in general and, and like... Because there was something... That, yeah, I can't, did, I can't remember what it was, but there was something over Christmas. Yeah, there was. We, there was. Where... I said, well, thanks for being Mark about that. <laughs> you were, you were like, yeah, you were, you were being a bit Mark about it. And I, mate, I can't tell you how furious I was at you. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I was so furious at you. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, because, it, it, well, let, let's, let's talk it through. You'll be interested because we're, we're both like adult enough to be able to have a, an interesting conversation about it. Um, I, so to put it in context, because it, it just it, for me it just felt like there was some kind of quirk of grammar going on. That's yeah, you see, and that that is that might be it, um, and it could well have been that. So we we had a bit that we were going to do for Bird of the Leopard, which involved you um, working extra and getting some audio from someone, and you did that thing which every one of us does, where they forward an email. 
Oh yes, and it, it, when you, uh, it, you you replied to an email and CC'd me in or something like that, which um, when there's an attachment means you don't get the attachment. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. So you can you can, you can tell who this affected the most because I did not know what the story was, <laughs> and yeah. you did. Um, and so, I, I, you know, I, I was like, and I so partly again for context, I'd had a shitty day. Mm. Uh, I was having a shitty week because I had two ill cats. Um, and this was the day after Boxing Day. Yeah, and, and I'd, I'd just not long come back from taking one cat to the vets and found out that he was actually a lot more ill than I realised. Um, so I was having a shitty day and I was, I was like, I need to get this leopard out because we need to get it done. And I left the editing a bit late, but that's, you know, that's Mark. Um, and so I came to that bit and, and I looked for the email. I was like, there's, fuck, there's no audio attachment and it's Christmas. And so I'm like, you know, bit, bit, bit shrill maybe in my in my message i was like hey you did that thing that people do um and 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 there was just something in the reply where you wanted the conversation to be over to be like (laughs) i've sent you the thing now bye-bye we're done thank you happy happy christmas happy new year and for whatever i can't remember what it was so as as you're saying it what i remember happening is is i thought it's i thought i sent it you had it just and also there was yeah yeah there's, so there's an extra layer to this, yeah. which which is which is that um, it had come in and I hadn't seen it, right? And so it was late getting to you, but the, oh yes, that's right. But Jess yes, had sent it an extra days wrinkle. ago. Yes. So 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 then I thought I sent it to you, and I hadn't. And you gone like I haven't got the thing, and then I went like, okay, you got the thing, and you went okay. What you did was this, and I was like, I've, I've sent it now. So ah nah now there there belies the misunderstanding. There belies the genuine misunderstanding because I was just kind of like I've 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 I have completed the task. Yes, <laughs> I I what I don't want right now is a post mortem on the sprint. Yes, <laughs> I completely I, I I completely understand that, and this is why I didn't when I was furious at you. This is why I didn't. Um, <laughs> and that's why you're a beautiful it's why, friend. Thank it's you. It's why I didn't type the fuck you and then leave the conversation that I uh, was was my uh, original intent. Uh, it's because uh, like I knew there was another side to this and I know I can be a bit, when you said you're being a bit mark about this the part of the reason it hurt is because I'm like yeah because he's he's right and and that's that, oh, sorry. that affected me possibly more than you'll know um I'm a, I'm a very bad friend no you're not you're not, not. Um, no I but I think I, I it does it does uh speak to actually we were talking across purposes because you had sent the email without an attachment and all I was trying to convey when you said um like yeah you'd you'd resent it or whatever i there was something in the thing that i was just trying to explain what had happened and like yeah you didn't need to hear that and it was my the part of my brain i wasn't trying to rake you over the coals i was trying yeah. to say uh, let's all be clear like this is just a thing and it's just a thing in my brain like if, if there's an this is a human thing, thing that humans do it's yeah i've got to close the loop it was just an unclosed loop i think that's, that's all it was so spool forward to, and I've had this conversation with, with our Brendan, um, spool forward, uh, one of my nasty, nasty, nasty habits, horrible, ins- uh, insipid's the wrong word, um, horrible habits is the subtle demonstration of how I'm smart and you're dumb in very, very tiny ways. One of my favourite... <laughs> it's not subtle. <laughs> <laughs> one of my... <laughs> Sorry, I'm evil sometimes. <laughs> One of my favourite ways of doing that is when you get like a file transfer email, like a notification. Right. And it's going to two people. And 
someone and the second person forwards it to you. And my thing would always be, thanks, I already got the original email. I couldn't fucking stop myself every time. I would always be that guy because for some reason it was very important to me to explain how the nice and helpful thing that you did, you didn't need to do because, you know, should you have known that it that it was already sent to me no should that matter no it shouldn't because you were doing a human thing that a human does um Mm -hmm. and so a week or so ago i caught yeah it was last last sunday i caught myself typing thanks i've already and i stopped and i went no you're doing the thing because i've I've been trying to commit this year to being less of a shitbag and one of those things you're not being a shitbag though no okay i'm I'm, I'm, you know maybe overblowing it but being less of that particular tone being less of and honestly i do think of that text of being a bit mark um and so, oh, no. <laughs> and so I, I, I broke I, my friend. I stopped my, no, you made me better. I stopped myself <laughs> from sending that. And I just wrote back, thanks, exclamation mark, because that's all that was required because he did mm. a nice thing. Whether he knew or could guess that mm. I'd also received it doesn't matter because what did it cost him? Or what, what did it cost me to acknowledge you know and yeah okay there's one more email that i've got to swipe away from my inbox fucking gr- wow and and uh, yeah and it's it, it, it's i i am catching myself doing this now more and more and i think it was this year i i started writing a reply to uh, a support ticket for DigitalOcean, and i just went you know what if i actually went with a really fairly detailed and helpful explanation of my problem i might find that i get a decent solution back and you know what i did um wow. because i didn't ex- i didn't go steaming in with well i can't do this because your support system has a bug which it does and that's been a long standing conversation so it's just like look <laughs> the, due to a thing i have to use this account anyway i'm having this problem uh this that and the other and just explained it and and was kind of friendly about it and you know blah and deferential or whatever and i got really helpful response back and of course i replied gushingly with with how helpful that was and i don't know i'm just i am i'm I'm trying to get better at that stuff and and trying to catch myself out of those loops um because like and and sometimes it happens without me knowing like danny will when we're on a call danny will just start laughing at something i've said and i haven't realized that hmm. apparently I've said something in a tone and I'm like, I, you, I mean, either I have genuinely said it or you can't see the smirk on my face because it's Skype or like I have actually missed something here. But like sometimes it's 10.30 and we need to get back on track so that we can finish the recording. <laughs> and sometimes there isn't a very great way to say that, which, you know, which is why now I tend to actually just not bother um, because there isn't like, hey, can we, you know, without being like, hey, guys, so but no I'm, I'm genuinely like I'm, I'm trying to be hey guys we've got a podcast here yeah um sorry to break up your conversation because you know I'm also aware that the three of us don't live in the same vicinity and it's nice that we get to actually have these chats in you know in voice um as opposed to just on whatsapp yeah. and like I don't want to be I'm the guy. so worried about that show finishing I don't want it to end <sighs> I know even though sometimes it's hard to schedule and some of us have got more more of us have got kids now and that makes it even <laughs> yeah. harder and john's shed is cold it is he, he, and he has to yeah. go and heat it up and 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 sometimes concerts happen five minutes before we record danny smith 
and you can you can hide behind all the confusion we had about changing the format for just one week but basically you fucked us all off go on love you dan love you you bastard you bastard yeah um yeah we it's it's impacting. i hope he's having a nice i hope he's having a nice time yeah, I hope he's having a really great time whatever a black meek on is i hope he's got some nice speed <laughs> and some cider and black <laughs> and he's listening to his punk music <laughs> this podcast is produced by podient to find out more visit podiantproductions.com